Welcome to the Chef JKP podcast with me, James Knight Pacheco. My name is James Knight Pacheco. I will be your host, your guide and mentor on this podcast adventure. You will be discovering the inspirational stories of people who love food and hospitality, their ups, their downs, and everything else in between. These are some of the most talented individuals on the planet, so pay full attention, as there is a lot to learn and to take away from each episode. A special thank you to our lovely partners over at Golf Food and Meals.me. For more information on who they are, please head over to the show notes. Let's get cooking. Welcome back to the Chef JKP podcast. Can you believe we are in season three? Ridiculous and amazing at the same time. Welcome to old friends of the show and to the new. We have got a huge amount of incredible guests and topics lined up for you. It is absolutely amazing to be back. The last show that we did was in December and so much has happened since then. I've had to uh, take on different projects. Number one, number two, reopen a hotel, which was super busy during the pandemic. December was ridiculously busy. So was January, February. Now I'm recording and thank God I've got a little bit of time. So on with the show. We have got award-winning chefs, authors, CEOs, and plenty more other surprises for you in store. At the same time, we have also teamed up with two incredible partners, Golf Food. In case you haven't heard, Golf Food is the world's largest food and beverage trade show with over 2,500 plus exhibitors from 85 countries from renowned global food manufacturers to powerhouse distributors and established suppliers. With some of the biggest names in F&B, Gulf Food is the place to do business. And secondly, we have also partnered up with Meals.me, the world's first chef-powered marketplace. This is to connect chefs directly to the customers and to the benefits of everyone in the value chain. As you know, chefs are revered by all their staff, restaurant owners, vendors, influencers, and most importantly, the customers. They hold tremendous power in the form of credibility and clout over a considerable social media following. Meals empowers chefs by creating a platform that helps them monetize their social media following to the benefit of everyone across the value chain. The biggest winners are the customers, of course, who can now firsthand taste, learn, and experience and buy directly from the chef. For the first episode of Series 3, I would like to discuss the unsung heroes of the kitchen and restaurants for that matter. They're the unsung heroes of every single food and beverage establishment across the globe. Who are they? You might know them as the stewards, the guys who wash up, the pot washers, or some people refer to them as the KPs or kitchen porters. My first time in a professional kitchen was over in the UK in Exeter University. I was 14 or 15 years old 
Uh, some of my friends had been doing it for some time and they were like, get some extra money. It's cool. It's easy going. And, and uh, you know, we can get a bit of cash. So I was like, okay. Little did I know what I was going to get myself into back then. Uh, I walked into the Exeter University kitchens, which were huge. And uh, there was the, the first night there was a function for around 500 people. Uh, the the lady who was in charge of the whole function was a small little Scottish woman named Emily, who was literally, I, I was mega scared of her. She, she was an absolute machine. And she was basically in charge of the back of house operations. The actual uh, dishwashing machine uh, could probably swallow up 10 children. It was uh, on a large conveyor belt. And, and the way that this machine worked it was absolutely it was it was like a factory almost and it was my job and my mate's jobs to uh clean the dishes number one and then load the machines as quick as possible so one person would be on one end with all the dirties then on the other side would be someone else when the plates were super clean and steaming hot and lit and burning you you had to stack them up and do that so I did that for probably around six to six months to a year. Um, however, the reason why I stuck to it so long wasn't really obviously about the money. Um, as soon as I stepped into the kitchen, I was like, this place is magic. It was like Hogwarts for me. Um, the atmosphere was incredible. Every time you walked in, the adrenaline I had was amazing. The food I was like, yes, free meals from the chef. It was just brilliant. And I absolutely loved it. And since then, I think I've just been hooked, hooked. And then I suppose as the years went by, some of you may have heard the story about my dad who uh, gave me the advice whether to be a musician or whether to be a chef. And he was the one that said to me, you're always, always going to have a job if you're a chef because everybody needs to eat. So, of course, I listened to him, but the other sort of advice that he gave me was to always look after the guys who, who did the, the washing, who, you know, who, who uh, cleaned the pots for you because they can make or break you. And at first, I didn't really get it. I didn't really understand it. But after a few fights and mishaps along my career with some uh, KPs, as you would say, they definitely do make or break you. The thing is, a bit of food goes a long, long way with these guys, especially when you're running out of pans or plates in a busy kitchen. It was kind of like a deal under the table that no one spoke about. You give me a plate of food, I will sort your pans out during service. If not, good luck, mate. It was literally that, that direct. Everything under the table deals going on here, there, and everywhere. And each place I worked, they were like a mafia. Either you bribe them with food, or they would make sure that they would send you down during service. This is a chef's worst nightmare. Now, if you've ever seen, let's say, Hell's Kitchen, right? Everyone's seen Hell's Kitchen. Gordon Ramsay is screaming at the chef because they've essentially messed up during the service. Technically, that is called going down. And if any chef goes down during a service, it's like the worst thing in the world. So 
when I was working for Ramsey back in Claridge's, the guys who did the dishes were mainly from Africa. Now, the only way I can describe them is that they were like Beyonce's personal bodyguards. They were gigantic men, muscular and could do some serious damage. The funny thing is they would love to see any chef get smashed during the service. And the worst thing about it is that even as you're going down in the service and you're rushing around to make sure that everything is great for the guests, but you're not going down during the service. But if you did, the worst thing is they would whisper in your ear. They would be like, you're sleeping. You need to go home. You're sleeping. And this would just make you even more angry. And I saw that so many times. These guys just laughing at you, laughing at you. And oh my God. And, and it got super close to a load of confrontations. However, moving on, these guys are in every kitchen in the world. You've got these kind of mafia-like guys who what I would call the head of the crew. And as I said, they either really, really want to help you or... If there's nothing in it for them, then good luck. So once I moved to the Middle East, this mafia became even bigger. So now you have guys oply named the chief stewards. Now the chief stewards are essentially the masters or the gurus of a hotel or a restaurant. They know the entire inventory of a hotel, from a single piece of cutlery to the inventory of an entire ballroom. They know every single nook and cranny, every single hiding spot, every supplier, the best food spots in town. They're basically like the oracles of the kitchen when it comes to the industry. However, like Fight Club, no one talks about them. And they are the true unsung heroes of the kitchen. Now, I bet there are so many of you listening to this podcast who could name a few kitchen porters who are legendary in their job or have saved you out of a few scrapes. The current guy that I'm working with, his name is Mangesh. Uh, he is one of the best in the business. He's almost like a presidential advisor. He knows exactly what's going on in the operation, who's happy in the hotel, who's not, what needs to be sorted. And I have to say, he is a key member of my team. A key member because he keeps me up to date with everything that's going on. And he does his job incredibly well. I would say... Really, he, he works just like a chef. Uh, same amount of hours, same hard work. He doesn't have to do it, but he loves the industry. It's just amazing. So please, the next time you see a pot washer, a steward or a kitchen porter, just say thank you to them as they do the hardest job in the kitchen of any hotel. And remember, they are the unsung heroes. Short and sweet. That was episode one of season three. Just to give you a taster of things to come. I cannot wait for all of you to hear our amazing guests. On next week's show, 
Stay tuned for all things fermentation, cold weather, and more funny anecdotes. Don't forget to subscribe, tell all your friends, family, and anyone else you know about the Chef JKP podcast. Don't forget to give us five stars. And we are available on all podcast streaming services. Thank you to our partners, Golf Food and Meals.me. Until next time, food is memories. Memories.